and there wasn't a whole lot of info online about angels, but <clears throat> I'll manage to muddle through, I guess. Anyway, um, the um, definition of angels is spiritual beings created by God to serve him through Though created higher than man, some, the good angels, have remained obedient to him and carry out his will, while others, fallen angels, disobeyed fell, <clears throat> and fell from their holy position and now stand in active position to the work and plan of God. From the first chapters of Genesis to the closing verses of Revelation, angels play an important role in Scripture and are active throughout the story of God's people. Angels are powerful, fascinating, and appear in many different ways and in many different situations. We are likely familiar with many of the angels that appear in Scripture. Uh, for example, the, <clears throat> the angel who guarded Eden the angel Gabriel, who announced the birth of Christ, and the archangel Michael, and many others. Angels are created by God <clears throat> that not only share his messages, but also actively do his will, encourage believers, and fight spiritual battles on our behalf. The word angel comes from the Greek word that literally means messenger and they are often seen bringing messages from God to us. In spite, what we have <clears throat> in spite what we may have seen in cartoons and movies, angels are not people who have died and now are sitting on clouds, playing harps and waiting to earn their wings. This makes a great storyline, but it is simply not accurate. Angels are created beings made for God's service and different from human beings. Uh, the first uh, scripture we're going to go into is Hebrews 1, chapter 14. I don't have that on there. It's okay. Um, well, it's before my first point, so that's okay. Uh, which tells us, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. And the first point that I have about them is that they deliver messages. In Luke chapter 1, which uh, Wade read about earlier, well, yeah, we, which was read earlier, how's that? Uh, the avenging the angel visiting Zacharias in verses 11 and 12 the angel of the Lord tells him that his wife, who is barren, will give birth to a child, and they shall name him John. <clears throat> In Luke 1.26, the same angel is sent to the city of Nazareth to tell a highly favored woman named Mary that she will give birth to a son who will be named Jesus. She would also become known as a blessed among women even unto this day. The first person the angel Gabriel visited was Daniel in the book of Daniel in chapter 8, verse 16, which I'll give you a moment to turn there. <clears throat> and that says, And I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Uli, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. 
Angels are spiritual beings that inhabit the spiritual realm called heaven. They are heavenly beings commissioned by God for special jobs, both in heaven and on earth. Angels are usually depicted in Christian artwork with divine light, halos, and bird wings. The, dis the Bible describes them as beings who have greater powers and abilities than humans. They have a level of existence higher than the physical universe. They are described nothing at all like they are illustrated in paintings. For instance, in the book of Zechariah, chapter 1, verses 12 through 21, we read these words. Then the angel of the Lord answered and said, O Lord of hosts, how long wilt thou not have mercy on Jerusalem and on the cities of Judah, against which thou hast, indignation, hast had indignation these threescore and ten years? And the Lord answered the angel that talked with me with good works, with good words and comfortable words, so that the angel that communed with me said unto me, Cry thou, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Jerusalem and for Zion with great jealousy, and I am sore displeased with the heathen that are at ease, for I was but a little displeased, and they helped forward the affliction." Therefore, thus saith the Lord, I am returned unto Jerusalem with mercies. My house shall be built in it, saith the Lord of hosts, and a line shall be stretched forth upon Jerusalem. Cry, yet saying, thus saith the Lord of hosts, my cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad, and the Lord shall yet comfort Zion, and shall yet choose Jerusalem." Then I lifted up mine eyes and saw, and behold, four horns. And I said unto the angel that talked with me, What be these? And he answered me, These are the horns which have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. And the Lord showed me four carpenters. Then said I, What come these to do? And he spake, saying, These are the horns which have scattered Judah, so that no man did lift up his <clears throat> head, but these are come to fray them, to cast out the horns of the Gentiles, which lifted up their horn over the land of Judah to scatter it. Zechariah has a vision, and the angel is there to help explain to the prophet. This is not the angel of the Lord, but a different messenger. The angel's purpose there is to guide Zechariah through these intentionally obscure and, co and confusing materials. The horns mentioned in this vision are not literal animal horns, but something that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Keep in mind they did not scatter the land, but the people in those lands. These are God's people. <clears throat> the horns represent the people that the people that scattered God's people. I'm not sure if that's correct. <clears throat> anyway, um, my second point are that there are different types of angels. There are four kinds of angels from what I could find. One is the 
seraphim, which means fiery ones. It is the plural of the word seraph. These angels are mentioned in the Bible as having faces, hands, and feet. Each seraph has six wings of which they use to cover themselves, demonstrate their great honor and reverence to God. They use the others to fly. When <clears throat> we can read about this in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 2. If you'll excuse me for a moment. My mouth is getting dry. Okay. That's a little better. Above it stood the sephirim, seraphim, excuse me. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. As demonstrated in Isaiah, the seraphim serve two roles. They praise God as they cry out to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory, as we see in verse 3. Second, they cleansed Isaiah of his sins. When we read this a little further along in the chapter, Isaiah chapter 6, verses 6 and 7, which says, Then one, one of the seraphim, then flew one of the seraphim unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Now we all know that only Jesus can cleanse us of sin, but apparently God allows these angels to cleanse some of his people from sin. The seraphim remind us to always be zealous in worshiping and serving God. They cry out to one another in praise, and Scripture says that we should do the same. In Ephesians, Paul said, Be filled with the Spirit, speaking one to another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music in your hearts unto the Lord. And another type of angel that I have found is cherubims. They are mentioned 92 times in 13 different books of the Bible. And those books are Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, Psalms, Isaiah, Ezekiel, and Hebrews. God originally put a cherub outside the Garden of Eden to keep humans from eating of the tree of life. In Genesis 3.24, we see that... Um, so he drove out the man and he placed at the east end at the east of the Garden of Eden, cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Also, in the Ark of the Covenant, golden cherubim were placed above the mercy seat. In addition, they were part of the curtain decorations in the tabernacle. In the book of Ezekiel, they were present attending to the glory of God. The cherubim have four faces that 
are of a man, a lion, an ox, and an eagle, four feet like a calf, and four wings. The cherubim remind us to be zealous for God's glory, especially in worship. Another type of angel is the living creature. Ezekiel and Revelation speak of other kinds of heavenly beings known as living creatures around God's throne. Their appearance sounds a lot like a cherub. In Ezekiel 1, chapters 5 through 14, they are described also out of the midst. They are described also out of the out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man, and every one had four faces, and every one had four wings, and their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass, and they had the hands of a man under their wings on, four, on their four sides, and they four had their faces and their wings." Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they four had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side, and they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one joined to one another, and two covered their bodies, and they went every one straight forward, whither the spirit was to go. They went, and they turned not when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures. The fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Now, my next point is point number three, which is our knowledge of angels. Um, we know that only two angels have names in the Bible. Only two angels are specifically named in Scripture, as we said above. The archangel Michael is mentioned in Jude chapter 9. Gabriel is the only other angel mentioned in the Bible. He's mentioned in Daniel 8.16 and 9.21 as a messenger who comes from God to speak to Daniel. He's also identified as God's messenger in Luke 1.19. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. Then we read, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, which is in Luke one twenty six. We know that angels are not omnipresent. Angels frequently appear as messengers in the Bible, traveling from one place to another. See the verse above where Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. The fact that angels are not omnipresent is made explicit when an angel comes to Daniel and says, I have come because of your words. 
Now, if angels were omnipresent, Michael wouldn't have to come because he would already have been there. And this angel wouldn't need to leave Michael to bring this message. Unlike God, who is omnipresent, on angels are finite creatures, limited to one place at a time. We don't know how many angels exist. The Bible doesn't tell us how many angels God created, but apparently there are quite a lot of them. Here are a couple of ways the Bible tells us um, roughly how many angels there are. In Hebrews 12, 22, but ye are come to Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. In Revelation 5.11, it says, And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts, and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands. Every biblical reference to the number of angels suggests that they are beyond counting. Angels are an example for us. Angels show us that perfect obedience or what perfect obedience looks like. Jesus teaches us to pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, as seen in Matthew 6.10. And in heaven, God's will is done by angels, immediately, joyfully, and without question. Their delight is to be God's humble servants, faithfully performing their assigned task, great or small. Our desire and prayer should be that we will do the same. Angels are not to be worshipped. In Colossians 2.18, we read, Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshipping of angels, intruding into those things which, hath not, which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. We are not to pray to angels either. If we were to pray to angels, it would implicitly give them a status equal to God. There are no examples in scriptures of anyone praying to an angel or asking angels for help. Moreover, scripture gives us no warrant to seek appearances of angels. They manifest themselves unsought. To seek such appearances, Appearances would seem to indicate an unhealthy curiosity or a desire for some kind of spectac spectacular event rather than a love for God and devotion to him and his work. Though angels did appear to people at various times in scriptures, in scripture, the people apparently never sought those appearances. Our role is rather to talk to the Lord, who himself is the commander of all angelic forces. In 1 Timothy 2, chapter 5, the Bible says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. In review, we have seen in the Bible that angels are messengers of God. They are under the control of God. There are only a few types of angels. They do God's will in many ways, from bringing messages, doing battle, guarding places for the Lord, and even, in one instance, taking away a man's sin. They are not the beings we see in movies that were once living people trying to earn their wings. 
There are countless numbers of angels. They have different looks and characteristics. Angels also have great strength. In Psalm 103 and verse 20, we see that the Bible says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Did you notice that the angels do not appear as children or babies, and they are not referred to as being God's children either? They are also immortal. We see in Luke chapter 20, verse 36, <clears throat> excuse me, neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Angels also have a masculine gender. They are always referred to as him or he. When angels appeared to some, they were afraid of them until they were told to fear not. People refer to others as angels in the sense that they are well-behaved. Sometimes a child is referred to as an angel, and sometimes we hear some say, Isn't he just a little angel, or that's my angel? Other, another thing to make a note about of angels is that they are never described as having a halo over their heads. Now, you heard me say that at the beginning, but that is the way that they are depicted in um, pictures uh, that man have, has drawn or painted. Um, in uh, closing, I've never thought of uh, angels as being... Um, of beings that delivered messages for God or that they would do battle against evil. Uh, I once saw in a movie that angels looked like children and were helping boys and girls to meet one another. There are some myths about angels, which some are when a person dies, they say that they are now one of God's angels. That is not true. The angels were created when the heavens and the earth were so Excuse me, the angels were created when the heavens and the earth were created. So when a person passes on, they do not become an angel. The next uh, thing is angels are all powerful. Not so. They are very powerful, but they are under God's control and yep. subject to God's purpose. Yep. Angels were sent to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and one angel is empowered to kill 185,000 Assyrians. However, they must report to God. In 1 Peter, the Bible says that Christ has now gone to heaven, and he is seated in power next to God and all angels, authorities, and powers except his authority. Another myth many non-Christians hold is that angels should be worshipped. We should not worship anything but the Lord our God and serve Him only. As it says in Luke 4, chapter, um, verse 8, Romans 1, 18 and 19 and Colossians also warn us not to worship angels because they are fellow servants with us and our brothers and sisters that hold the testimony of Jesus. 
we are not to pray to angels either. Some think they will gain extra protection if they pray to angels. Prayer is a form of worship to God. Don't forget, if we pray to them, we are assuming that they have the same power as God, and they do not. So anyway, that is pretty much all that I was able to come up with about angels. Um, they are mentioned many, many times in Scripture. If um, you go online or if you go to the... Uh, there's not as much in the concordance in the back of the Bible as there is online. But there were um, Scriptures upon Scriptures uh, that listed many, the many times that angels are mentioned in the Bible and uh, the many times that they had come down to either perform God's work, deliver his messages, or um, tell people, for her, um, for instance, like uh, he told um, Zechariah in our scripture reading that his wife Elizabeth was going to give birth to John the Baptist, and also uh, going to Mary and telling her that she would give birth to a child and that he was to be named Jesus. Um, there are many <clears throat> different ways we've seen angels as people depict them, but obviously, um, just like some of the things um, that people change, the way that things are in the Bible uh, and other things, um, it's just not entirely accurate. If uh, you want to know more about angels, dive into the scriptures, go online. There are plenty of places that they'll show you where angels are uh, mentioned and some of them that they are named and whether they are archangels or just regular angels themselves. Um, so anyway, that, like I said, that's all I have for you on that. Um, I'd be willing to bet that you're probably going to be wanting to go with uh